Hello everybody and welcome to the second episode of the podcast. I'm glad you tuned in again today to join and listen to me. I hope you're blessed by the first one and I hope you're equally blessed today. Um, I have a good one for you today. I'm basically going off from what I started saying in the first podcast and I just want to build up a little bit on it and you know begin to explain certain things a bit deeper and I hope you're blessed by this podcast. I'm going to be talking about some of the reasons why we need to renew our minds. There's several reasons, you know, which I began to shed light on in the first podcast. But I'm going to go into more details about some of the things that we need to understand about the renewal of our mind. So the verse that I read that passage from was Romans chapter 12 verse 2. And it says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So we spoke about how a renewed mind translates to a transformed life. So just going off that, right? A transformed life means different things to different people. To some people, it means oh, a life where you're getting everything you want, where you have a lot of money, um, driving all the fancy cars, and you have all the excesses of life. You know, that's the kind of transformation people want. Um, some other people want to attain certain career goals or certain personal ambitions. But looking through the lens of God's word, what is the life that he desires for us to have? First things first, what God desires for us to have is genuine fellowship with him. This is one of the key things that the Christian life must have genuine fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You know, we see that from the beginning, it's always been God's desire to have fellowship with us. You know, in Proverbs chapter 8 from verse 30 to 31, you know, we see a character called Wisdom talking. But just reading a bit further with understanding, you realize that Wisdom there is the Holy Spirit. You know, he spoke about how from the beginning he was there with God, right? So obviously, if he was there with God from the beginning, he is God. I spoke about how he was the, he called himself the master architect in some versions of all of creation. And we know that the Holy Spirit is the power behind creation, you know. And we see how in verses 30 to 31, he says, Then I was beside him as a master craftsman, and I was daily his delight. Rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in his inhabited world, and my delight was with the sons of men. So this is the Holy Spirit speaking, and what he's saying is that even though he's always been fellowshipping with the Father, you know, he's always been one with the Father, he began to see the sons of men and he delighted in them. He wanted to fellowship with them. So ever since the beginning, it's always been the desire of the Holy Spirit to have genuine fellowship with us. He longs to have fellowship with us even more than, you know, we want to have fellowship with him. But there are certain impediments to us having this fellowship. And unless we get rid of it, we won't be able to have this genuine fellowship. And fellowship with the Holy Spirit is such a blissful thing you know until we have that genuine fellowship with the holy spirit we won't be able to fulfill our god-given destiny because he's the one that leads us in the right path he causes us to be at the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing he's the one that always ensures that our steps 
are guided and our steps are always aligned with God's will. So it is paramount, you know, and it is pertinent that we have this relationship and genuine fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Okay, so we've understood that it's important to have this fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Now, you are a new creation, right? So you have a new life. In First Peter chapter 2, verse 2, it says, As newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word, that he may grow thereby. Peter here is saying that even as we've received our new life, you know, now we're a new creation, we're new kids, newborn children, we must begin to crave the genuine milk of the world. Think about this. I know that newborn babies need to feed for a duration of um, 20 minutes, about seven times a day. You know, if you think about that, that's over um, two hours, 40 minutes thereabout per day. And that's just, you know, the time that, that's just an average, you know, there are um, a lot of kids that eat way more than that. But if you eat less than that, you wouldn't be getting the right nutrients that you need. You know, and this is what the Bible is saying. It's saying, begin to crave the genuine milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Imagine if every Christian was spending two hours, 40 minutes studying God's word every day. Imagine the growth that we would see day by day. You know, I'm not going to give you a number. I'm not going to give you an amount of hours that is ideal. I just gave that as an illustration. But I'm just saying, like, your desire must be genuine. You know, you must begin to see the word of God as your life. You must begin to see the word of God as your sustenance. The way you look at food to your body, you must begin to see the word of God that way to your spirit. And the word of God is even more important, you know, because the spirit is more important than the physical. And so if you begin to desire God's word every day and spend time reading God's word, you would grow rapidly and you'd be able to learn like, Oh, this thing that I thought was right all my life, um, it actually wasn't. You know, the Bible says the word of God is a designer of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So it goes in there, pierces into your heart, the very divisions of the um, spirit and the soul. And it brings out those wrong thoughts, those wrong ideas and ideologies and begins to correct them, begins to put them in a straight path. You know, it's going to make all the crooked paths straight and then you know that this is the way. And you begin to walk in the right path. So it's so important that we desire and we actually do spend a lot of time studying the word. If not, we would remain as baby Christians. You know, our Christian life would not be making impact if we remain on that baby level. Think about a child now. I have a little nephew, Nathan. Nathan is a brilliant young man. But there are certain things that I can do that Nathan can't do. Why? It's not because... He's any less smarter than I am. It's because he's still a kid. He's just two years old and I'm 25 years old. So there's a process that I've undergone as giving me competence in certain things that Nathan hasn't become competent in yet because he hasn't undergone that process. I'm not more of a human being than he is. He's not less of a human being than I am. But he hasn't just gotten to certain levels because he hasn't gone through certain processes. If Nathan refuses to go through those processes. Even if he's eating and growing, he wouldn't get to a level of mental maturity to do some of the things I'm doing. Do you understand? So it's not about being a Christian for so long. It's about feeding on the right things and using your understanding to actually go through life, using your understanding to deal with issues in life and coming out victorious with the word of God. This is how you grow. 
as a Christian, you know. So the same way a newborn child needs milk to grow is the same way a Christian, a newborn Christian needs milk to grow. And then as you feed on the word, your bones get stronger, you get smarter, your teeth get stronger. And before you know it, you desire, you begin to desire the meat. This is the difficult part. You know, you begin to get into the higher realms of, you know, manifestation of sonship. And your Christian life becomes so exciting and so interesting. The growth process is a very, very interesting and wonderful experience. But you must begin to want it, begin to see it as something that you desire. And as you do that, the Holy Spirit will grant you grace and strength to be able to walk the Christian life. And another thing is, unless you grow, like you're not able to really experience some of the benefits of Christianity, even if you have the fullness of the life in your spirit. You know, the Bible says in Galatians chapter 4 verse 1, now, I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he is a master of all. You think about this. Imagine the son of a very wealthy man. He owns the estate. He's rich. He's a billionaire. But his son is just a kid. You know, he's only two or three years old. Even though that son is indeed the heir to the throne, he's indeed the owner of the estate. By his birthright, he can't really walk in his inheritance because he doesn't even know who his father is. He doesn't even understand what his father does, you know. So his father leaves him under certain teachers and servants to be able to grow and develop in the right way. And when he comes to an understanding, then he's able to hand over the estate to him. He's able to talk to him, you know, tell him, bring him in into making decisions in the estate and in the running of the day-to-day -day things, you know, he can begin to walk in his inheritance in the fullness of it. But when he remains a child, there's nothing, there's nothing significant he can really contribute to, even though it's his. He doesn't even know it's his, you know, and he lives the same way as the servant because he's eating the same food with the servant. Um, he ha He's um, drinking the same water with them. Maybe his bed is a bit better, but... The servant lives in under, under the same roof as he does, nonetheless. You know, so his life isn't much different from that of the servant. Until knowledge comes. The Bible says, by knowledge, my people are delivered into their inheritance. Knowledge is what delivers us into our inheritance. So until we have the right knowledge of who we are, we have the right knowledge of what the life of God means in us. What does it mean that Christ now lives inside of you? We cannot walk in the fullness. There's so much that God has deposited in our spirit, but we must understand it first before we begin to walk in it. And it's so important and crucial that we take this as pertinent to our life. If not, we'll be egos walking with chicks, living our lives at a very suboptimal level. And then we'll discover later on when we go to heaven that we could do all things, yet we did nothing with our lives. This is not the life that we want. This is not the life that any of us desires. The Bible says, now are we the sons of God. Though it does not look like it, but we know that when we shall see him, we shall be like him. But now are we the sons of God. We are the sons of God now. We function like him. We look like him. We think like him. We ought to think like him. But until we begin to reason through situations like Jesus Christ does, we'll be living 
way beneath our capacity. We wouldn't be able to walk in fellowship with God. We wouldn't be able to live a beautiful life that we have. So I want us to begin to desire God's word first of all. I want us to begin to desire fellowship with God. Make a plan of Bible study every day. Give yourself a specific time to study God's word. Give yourself a specific time to pray and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Ask for grace and guidance. Ask him to remove all the distractions. Be it friends that may even impede your growth. Because there are things more important than friendships. And that is living the life that God wants you to live. So you must begin to value this lifestyle. Value this life that God has given to you. And you'll be so surprised what he'll bring to you. In fact, the grace that he would give you, there's so much more in Christ. We must begin to desire it and make the right efforts. And by God's grace, we would get there. Um, I've said a lot today. Um, I don't think I want to bother you guys with much more. But it's my prayer that all the things that you've heard actually get into your spirit and begin to produce fruits in your life. I pray for you that your understanding be enlightened and the wisdom of God be made manifest in your life. That you may come to the understanding of who you are and by God's grace walk in the fullness of God. In Jesus' name. If you listen to this podcast and you're not born again yet, it's not possible for you to live that life no matter how much you try unless you've accepted the life of God in you. So I'd like you to say this prayer with me and mean it with all your heart and know that Jesus Christ will hear you and the Father will bring you into the kingdom of his loved son. Dear Father, I know that Jesus Christ died for me on the cross of Calvary and he resurrected on the third day. I believe in Jesus Christ and I declare him as Lord over my life this day and forevermore. Thank you, Father, for saving me. I'm now born again. I am now a child of God. If you pray that prayer, I'd like to pray quickly for you. Dear Father, I thank you for this ones that have accepted your life today. I pray and ask, O oh Lord, that all that it is, O oh Lord, that is endowed and encaptured in this life of God be made manifest in their lives, O oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So if you made this commitment today, I'd like you to send me an email at souloutforjesuspod at gmail.com or send me a DM on Instagram at souloutforjesuspod. I'd like to hear from you and um, give you some material that will help you in building up your Christian life and help you to walk in your inheritance. So the episode today was a bit longer, but um, (laughs) I hope you are blessed. I hope you learned something new. And please remember to share with your friends. Remember to share with um, your family. And please be consistent in listening because there's a lot that God has for us. In fact, I have so much to say, so much um, coming up, not just about the podcast, but there are certain things that God wants us to do, you know, and this is me and you, like you listening. You're not listening by mistake, you know. God is very intentional with who listens to this podcast, and you're listening today because the Spirit has led you to. So please do not take it for granted, and in in the future, we'll be communicating better um, on my Instagram or via the podcast. So um, please stay tuned. And yeah, that's it for today. I really love, you know, talking to you. I really love talking to you because it's becoming a weekly thing by God's grace. And 
I hope you remain blessed. Have a wonderful time. Have a wonderful day wherever you are. And till we meet next time, stay blessed, remain good, and study God's word.